Hello and welcome back to Podcast Interference. Week two has passed us by. We're looking forward to week three. But uh, before we jump into next week's matchups, I guess we should take stock of what happened in week two. And uh, yeah, it was quite an exciting week by uh, <laughs> by most measures. Uh, how did you How did you find it, Jack? Did you perform particularly well in any of your fantasy leagues? Uh, a lot better than the first week. Um, I managed to get a few wins under the belt, uh, which is nice. Um, but there was, I mean, obviously some mega standout performances, um, which obviously helps a lot of people. Sunday night, Monday night, um, there was a, a lot of good performances. Some helped me, some ruined me, and we'll go through those now. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess I think we should start off with uh, with the biggest of, of, of all the surprises, which was uh, an absolutely massive 50-point week for Derek Henry, um, which didn't look like it was going to happen uh, after the first half of football uh, against the Seahawks. But um, yeah, he, he certainly showed up in the second half. Yeah, it was a, it was crazy. He'd done basically nothing um, up until a few minutes before the start of the fourth. Um, ended up finishing with thirty five carries, hundred and eighty yards, three touchdowns, and something we're not used to seeing from Henry as well was the was the six receptions for fifty five yards. Um, obviously, whether that's just a, a flash in the pan or not, but I mean, if he keeps if he keeps that up, I mean, he's he's almost unplayable. Yeah, I mean the thing we we discussed before the season started was that Derrick Henry was was great in non PPR and not as much of an asset um, in in kind of PPR scoring. But yeah, he's he's kind of proven everybody <laughs> wrong there with with six six of six uh, in in their old receiving game and three receiving touchdowns is um, yeah quite quite a surprise really um, from somebody who you'd expect who to doesn't catch pretty not, much. Yeah, exactly. So he. <laughs> He very much came out of nowhere with that, which bodes well for any Henry uh, owners in the future. Massively. You know, if that's the kind of way he's going to play now on, then he's going to become an even better asset than than he was before. You know, he's uh, he's approaching Christian McCaffrey levels if he get, kind of gets the reception uh, game going. So quite scary. Um, he annoyingly destroyed my chances of winning. <laughs> Our dynasty matchup. I think if he'd not gone off, I think I'd have been quite comfortable. But uh, yeah, a 50 fifty-one point. points. Tough to beat. It's too much, <laughs> isn't it? Really. Um, so yeah, that was that was Derrick Henry, and then the other uh, the other man who went off like a rocket on Monday Night Football saved a lot of people's weeks. Including <laughs> me. Uh, it was uh, Aaron Jones. Yeah, um, obviously massive game it was for the Packers and, and Rodgers in particular. Um, it was quite close, to be fair, up until sort of the, the the third quarter when they started to pull away. But obviously Jones was a, a big part of that. You know, one rushing touchdown and three receiving touchdowns, 41 points. Um, yeah, he absolutely was the only reason I got my win in our other league. So, yeah, mega performance. And it was it was something that was needed for the Packers as a whole, I think. Yeah, definitely, and obviously Aaron Rodgers bounced back as well. Yeah, he near he, perfect. He, he played he played well, which uh, you know he was again in the top ten uh, fantasy assets this week with twenty six point eight. Um, which you know after the week that he had uh, in week one, I think a lot of people were a little bit uh, dubious as to whether he would uh, show up this time. I guess he was against the Lions. If you yeah, are to helps. have a comeback game <laughs> against anybody, you kind of want to be against the Lions. So. <laughs> Yeah, that was uh, that was quite a good game for for a lot of um, Green Bay Packers uh, players, at least. 
as far as fantasy is concerned. Devontae Adams played well. He didn't play exceptionally well um, when you kind of scoring him against his previous scores, but he still uh, racked still up the points. Show, yeah, exactly. So yeah, I think that'll put a few people's minds at ease as far as uh, the Packers are concerned this this season. But that's not to say that the the Seahawks didn't put up some points as well. Yeah, that's yes. Yeah, Seahawks were obviously. I wasn't expecting the Seahawks to lose to the Titans, um, but I think well, the, the Lions put up seventeen against the Packers. The offense looks better than I thought it was going to. I still, I still hate Goff. I don't think he's very good, um, but I think the and the other big performance for me was T.J. Hawkinson's really starting to. He, he's the out and out number one again, two weeks in a row. Um, you know, led them in targets, catches, touchdown in both weeks. Um, he's he's sort of moving up in the the tight end rankings for me. Yeah, he's definitely a good asset to have, and I think for people who were drafting him, he he was coming after the likes of obviously Kittle, um, Waller, yeah, um, Kelsey. So he he's kind of after that tier one set. So if you did grab him, he is performing Very better than some of those in the tier one set anyway. So um, so to to get him in the later rounds, I think you've got yourself a bit of a bargain there. So. Absolutely great, great from him. Um, another kind of explosive player this week, Cooper Cup. He uh, he landed plenty of uh, plenty of touchdowns, plenty of uh, catches, and plenty of yards. So nine nine catches out of eleven, uh, one hundred and sixty three yards and two touchdowns. That's quite a showing from uh, from Cup there. Yeah, thirty yeah, thirty seven point eight points. He's two weeks in a row now. He seems to be. Uh... Stafford's favourite target, um, which is good for me. I've got him in Dynasty. Um, that's not to say I think Robert Woods will keep suffering. I think he is probably due a breakout game. Um, but for now, at least, Cup seems to be the, the out-and-out number one. Yeah, I think I think Cup will probably remain number one. But the, the only thing really that's uh, slowing Woods down is that he's not got a touchdown yet. But that's kind Correct. of... It, it's just waiting to happen, isn't it? It's, exactly. It's, it's going to happen at some point. So yeah, I think uh, Matt Stafford's definitely settling in quite well to his his new role as the quarterback of the uh, LA Rams. Next up, if we go over to the uh, the Cardinals uh, Vikings game, that was quite an explosive one as well, uh, with a with the Vikings losing by a single point due to an absolutely horrendous <laughs> field goal. Which you'll, you'll be happy with that, won't you? <laughs> just seems to haunt us every season. Every we just cannot get a kicker that can kick, um, oh. but. Still, I'm quite proud of them for for putting up a fight against the Cardinals, who are definitely on paper a, a much better team. Um, and yeah, Kyler Murray, he was Jeez. great showing. 400 passing yards, three touchdowns. Unfortunately, two interceptions, and then he had five carries for 31 yards and another touchdown. So, a four touchdown game for Murray there. But the stat that uh, is is probably most impressive of all is the uh, clocking over 400 yards passing. Yeah, Murray was Murray was phenomenal again. Um, like some of the players he makes out of the pocket, that long one to Rondale Moore was was fantastic. He's he's really come along this season. Um, he'd probably be just behind Brady at the minute for me in MVP voting. Um, he was yeah he was phenomenal. The Cardinals are looking looking very good. Uh, defense wasn't great. Cousins actually played very well. Um, and like you yeah. said, they were a, they were unlucky to to lose really um rondale moore's performance obviously was a was a big one seven catches 114 and a touchdown um probably should have had another one as well he had that weird sort of fumble out of bounds 
Um, but yeah, he was fantastic, and obviously he's going to be someone that people are, are picking picking up in the majority of leagues. I would have thought. Yeah, definitely. I think the interesting thing, uh, if we kind of move over from the Cardinals' offense to to the Vikings, is that mm. Cousins is passing it around quite a lot. Um, yeah, Jefferson was involved. Um, Thielen obviously got another touchdown, and uh, KJ Osborne KJ as well. Osborne. The kind of the the wide receiver out of nowhere has has risen to be quite a, a valuable fantasy asset as well, with an absolutely fantastic touchdown in the first quarter. Um, so yeah, the Vikings offense is looking to be heating up uh, too. So hopefully the defense can kind of keep up with them. <laughs> but <clears throat> as much as uh, you might not like Cousins, he did he did, he did play, play pretty well. well. Um. Before we kind of go on to the other sort of heavy hitter kind of quarterbacks, uh, I guess we should probably consider that somebody who who I personally have mm. uh, kind of faded recently actually came out and had an absolutely smashing game. He was highly sort of uh, spoken of coming into last season after the rookie draft, and that was uh, Henry Ruggs, who managed to do incredibly well uh, by t- pulling in five catches for 113 yards and a touchdown. So he's he's a guy who people, you know, really were kind of looking to, to get a hold of, in, especially in Dynasty Leagues last year, and he just ha- hasn't really hasn't lived up. fulfilled that kind of prophecy of, of greatness yet. Is this is this the start of something new? It was it just a one off, but you know you can't really sniff at twenty four and a half fantasy points. No, yeah, he was obviously we've been waiting for this breakout game. Obviously, that's what he sort of did at Alabama. He's you know he's a he's a home run hitter, and if you look at their sort of receiving core, obviously Waller aside, you know he, if he keeps performing this way, he could quite easily be the number one on that team. And you've got to remember this was against the Steelers D, which is obviously no slouch. You know, Carr's playing at a very high level at the minute. Two wins against the Ravens and the Steelers. So if Carr keeps playing the way he is, then Rooks could really be a a, a league winner for some people because he went, obviously, fairly low in, in regular drafts. Well, that's it. You, you mentioned Carr there, and I think the, uh, the Raiders as a whole, they've gone through two very difficult defences to, to start yeah. the season. And then they're heading over to Miami, uh, sorry, I think Miami are coming to them, actually. Uh, and then heading over to the Chargers. You know, they've got a couple of much easier games, especially with kind of um, the injury to, to Tua. Um, you know, the, the Dolphins are not as uh, formidable as they were maybe a week ago. So they have the chance to put up big numbers. But while Ruggs did really well, you've got to look at Wallace's stats. And he, he wasn't he wasn't anywhere near his usual phenomenal self, although he did put up some decent uh fantasy points he wasn't exceptional this week yeah five 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 sixty five didn't get in the end zone um car car spread it around pretty well you, you have four people with with at least five catches so i think waller will keep performing no matter what but um hopefully rugs can can move on from this sort of career defining performance hopefully and not just drop off again like he did last year and just do nothing for the next six weeks yeah, with a bit of luck. Yeah. Um, somebody who, somebody else who kind of has started to show uh, flashes of brilliance, who people were uh, really high on going into this season, obviously was uh, Najee Harris, who who actually played pretty well. Um, Thank you know, God. Fi- five receptions for thirty eight <laughs> yards, uh, forty three on the ground, and a touchdown, which uh, you know the first of his NFL career, which is good to see. Yeah, he was he was fantastic. Obviously, again, tough. Um, tough matchup, but he, he got the touchdown, which is a re- really nice move down the sideline. 
He had a beautiful run with a stiff arm as well. Obviously, he didn't really get the he didn't really get the carries, but you know he's he, he's on the he's on the field pretty much the whole time. So I think it's it's only going to get better from here for for Harris. I think. Yeah, and then we had that absolutely crazy player with Deontay Johnson, the pointless play that that almost had him completely uh, and utterly shut out the rest of the season with injury. Um, why why did they make that play? I mean, I was I was grateful for the fantasy points, but you know, as as a Deontay Johnson owner, it, it just didn't make any sense to me, um, and I was very concerned. But I mean, he put up some good numbers nine nine of twelve catches and one hundred and five yards. The only thing really he was missing out on there was uh, getting some more points uh, <laughs> in the form of a touchdown. But you know, you can't have everything. No, no, yeah, I, I was, I was as baffled as, as as you were as to as to what happened. But obviously, I don't think it's as as serious as they first thought. So hopefully, he can get back to normal. Because yeah, like you said, he is he was really coming along. Nine catches, looks to be the wide receiver one there. Obviously, Juju's taking a back seat. So yeah, hopefully, he'll be he'll be all right. Yeah, touch wood. Although Juju didn't do too bad, he was kind of a, a relevant part of that offense this this week with sixteen point four points. Um, you know, he got a touchdown, 41 yards, six receptions, and he also carried for three yards. So uh, he did pretty well. I think it was Claypool, really, who was the, the disappointing one out of everybody. Um, you know, minus three yards, three <laughs> receptions, but he got 70 yards uh, kind of in the air. So he made up for it in that respect. But yeah, it still seems like there's not really uh, a huge gap between wide receiver one, two, and three in the Steelers' offense, but. Deontay Johnson is definitely the one who holds the title of wide receiver one for the moment. Um, I'm just trying to see if there's anything else that um, happened that was interesting. Got, there. Yeah, I've got um, kicker. <laughs> I know it's one that we don't really talk about, but 17 points for Carlson. I mean, geez, what, what, what a score! <laughs> uh, yeah, he, he did pretty damn well there. So uh, three field goals for between 40 and 49 yards. So good on Carlson. It's tough to get a reliable kicker as well, so yeah, that's a good performance. I'm trying to. Who else did I have on my sort of list? I mean, obviously Tyler Lockett again just went absolutely mental. Yeah. Um, that was in a game really the Seahawks should have won and sewn up. Um, you know, eight catches, 178 yards, and a touchdown. It just seems like the the deep ball is there for Wilson just almost every time um it's crazy how open lock it was on a couple of them um negative impact on that is dk metcalf's had a pretty slow start to the season um you know he only had six catches for 53 less than nine yards a catch which is not what you expect from a guy of, of dk's stature um but yeah hopefully hopefully he'll bounce back yeah, with a bit of luck. I guess we've not addressed the one of the big games, which was the Buccaneers against the the Falcons, um, and that was that was another interesting one. We have Antonio Brown going from an absolutely <laughs> storming week number one to uh, to one catch uh, was it to to one catch? <laughs> yeah, for seventeen yards. So uh, he, yeah, he he's obviously gone down the pecking order, um, but I feel like that's going to be fairly common with this offense you know Brady likes to to spread the ball around he's not really got favorites per se so no uh, I think it's just he was just a victim of, of circumstance this week yeah you got at the end of the day you've anyone on that book as Buccaneers offense you've, you've got to start but I think the, the rule tends to be you're only going to get sort of two out of three if that makes sense you know Evans had two touchdowns Gronk had two touchdowns next week I'm sure it'll be different um 
But as ever, Brady is seems to be getting better with age, which is frustrating. But, you know, nine touchdowns leads the league. No interceptions this time round. And, yeah, I mean, the Buccaneers just look like they're going to go straight back to the Super Bowl, even this early in the season. They're looking excellent. Yeah, I think the biggest surprise for me is um, Gronkowski, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, I spoke to, to Rohan not long ago, and he, he was saying how after watching the, the Super Bowl, he had a good feeling that Gronk was kind of back to his kind of uh, younger sort of 2016 days. And uh, the, yeah, he seems to be playing absolutely phenomenally. He's he's kind of pacing with uh, with Travis Kelsey in, in my book for, for tight end number ones at the minute, which is, is crazy. Uh, yeah, to say that he, he kind that. of came out of retirement, uh, you'd have expected a bit of a, a decline in his ability, but he seems to be, if anything, getting better. So, yeah, absolutely fantastic on offense as far as uh, kind of Titans and receivers go. But you kind of look at the the, the backfield. Leonard Fournette led that with ten point six, and there's a bit of a, a bit of a drop off down to Ronald Jones. Yeah, the backfield's a mess. Yeah. I, I still don't. I mean, Fournette's obviously still a starter, but looking at the way the the, the first two games have shaped, shaped up, it's going to be a case of Fournette and Jones will get 15 or so carries between them, and then Brady's just going to let loose by the looks of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, and then, I guess, any other kind of main surprises or any, any heavy hitters that you'd like the- to, to bring up? I think there was, a, there was a few sort of ones that I think are worth noting. Um, you know, Cortland Sutton had a had a very good game. Um, obviously, in, in Judy's absence, he was nine for one fifty nine. Didn't get in the end zone, but um, I think that was that was good to see. It was it was I was interested to see sort of what Bridgewater would do in terms of who he'd favour. And yeah, I mean Sutton led the way by a mile. Um, who else did we have? Tony Pollard again. Um, had a had a very good game. Obviously less yeah. less touches than Zeke, but he just he just keeps doing more with them. Um which is frustrating as a as a Zeke owner in several leagues. I'm not I'm not ready to press the sort of panic button yet, but um it's getting to that point where even though they're split in time, I mean Pollard's got to be a worth a flex option in some leagues, even if Zeke does maintain sort of the, the starting role. Yeah, oh, I agree. I mean, the fact that he's outscored Zeke yeah. two consecutive weeks. <laughs> so annoying. Um, it is frustrating. <laughs> I, I have Zeke and Pollard in, in one of my leagues, and I'm tempted to play them both play them just both. because I'm not yeah. sure who who's <laughs> going to get the touches. But they're both very talented backs, so it, it kind of, you know, it makes sense in a real-life perspective to, to split those carries between them. But as a fantasy player, it's obviously very frustrating. Dak Prescott, very surprising uh, low-pointage low game for him. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of a lot of people were expecting this to be fairly high-scoring. Um, Cowboys charges, but it was, yeah, a very average performance. Obviously, you know, they did not what need to be done. He, you know, he led them down the field in that in that fourth quarter for the field goal. But yeah, in terms of fantasy, it was yeah, it wasn't great. Yeah, I mean the we we had some flashes of, of of greatness from wide receivers, and I guess Eckler played played well. He uh, he Nine got involved catches. in the in the passing game again, which Thank is God. which is a great relief <laughs> to a lot of people. Uh, that's that's kind of what we we want him for. So the fact that he he got involved there was good. You know, getting more more yards from uh, from receiving uh, catches than he did on the ground, which. It's kind of what you expect from from Eckler, really. So it's nice to see him back back to form. 
Uh, I, I suppose we should go to one of the probably the biggest matchup of the week, which was the the Chiefs against the Ravens. Which was yeah, I mean it was a, a fantastic game. Um, Jackson obviously started off horrendously shaky with the two horrible interceptions, but from there on out he was he was pretty much perfect. Um, like fifteen and nineteen, the passing touchdown, two rushing touchdowns. Um, obviously that gutsy call in the fourth and the fourth yeah. quarter to go for it on fourth down, which sealed the win. And you know he really. From a fantasy perspective, he was fantastic. You know, thirty-six points, I believe. Um, but you know, in general, he really needed to get sort of the the monkey off his back and not, you know, not take another L to Mahomes. So this was, yeah, this was a good game to watch. First loss for Pat Mahomes in uh, in September as well. Yeah, first which, interception as well. Is it? I think it might well be. It was, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, surprising. He's. I mean, he still put up decent points. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's it was a surprise to to uh, wake up to see that the Ravens had won. Quite one for quite one for Tyreek Hill as well was obviously not worried, but yeah, three for fourteen's not your usual Hill stat line. <laughs> no, that's very true. Yeah, he was. I mean, he was right down there in fancy fancy uh, score wise as the wide receiver four on the team, which is just crazy with Hardman. Robinson and Pringle all beating oh, him. him. Yeah. And then Clyde Edwards Alaire, he he didn't do so well either. Yeah. Costly fumble as well. It's a Edwards Alaire's starting to worry me a little bit because I'm um, obviously they did they did bring him in because of his receiving ability, but they, they don't seem to be utilising that. And obviously knowing this team's not gonna run the ball very much, that does impact his value somewhat, I would I would argue. Yeah, I agree. I think I guess when you've got so many talented receivers, do you really need a receiving back? Um, yeah. Maybe not. I think um, I think he needs to he needs to get more involved. But but you know when you've got such a prolific offense uh, in so far as kind of wide receiver weapons are concerned, it's pretty hard. Like Pat Mahomes' bread and butter is the fact that he's an amazing uh, amazing at passing. I guess so. Yeah, it's it's a bit of a worrying one for Edwards Lair owners, but. Time will tell. You know, we, we're only a couple of weeks oh, in. We can't weeks, yeah. really be forecasting his downfall necessarily <laughs> just yet. So we'll see how things change. Travis Kelsey, as always, oh, played yes. absolutely phenomenally. Absolutely incredible. Again, He's... over 100 yards. Again. Two uh, touchdowns, was it? One touchdown? A, a touchdown, yeah. So... Seven, seven of eight receptions. He's just, <laughs> he's just consistently phenomenal. Uh, I love the man. What a, what a player to have on your team. He is yeah. a cheat code. He pretty it's much like, is a cheat yeah. code. It's like watching a wide receiver. I mean, the touchdown itself was ludicrous. You know, caught the ball, ran with it about forty yards, dodged three or four tackles, and into the end zone. He's, he's insane. <laughs> Let's go to some uh, very disappointing players, uh, and I think we should probably start with Zach Wilson. <laughs> yeah, it's a good place to start. And again, like you said, we're only week two, but for the record, I did say this: he was the most likely to be a bust out of the first-round quarterbacks this year. I know it's the Patriots' defense, but he he was he was not good. Um, whether that's the Jets, whether it's just because he was playing Belichick, I, I, you know, I'm too soon to say. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not sold. I don't think I ever will be. It was a, it was a pretty dreadful performance. It was. I think the only thing that the Patriots needed to do to really cap off a phenomenal uh, defensive show was to to get a, a pick six. I would have um, loved that, which would have been incredible. <laughs> but yeah, just just bad from Wilson. Unfortunately, he's just not 
handling the pressure well. He was, you know, he was sacked four times, four interceptions. <laughs> Not a good show, really, uh, from Wilson. And it's a shame because in the off season there was a lot of hype surrounding Elijah Moore, and I was really hoping to see nice. Elijah Moore become one of the next uh, next kind of greats that that comes out of nowhere. And you know, he's just he's not. He's not that, <laughs> you know, he's not no. what we all expected him to be. Being very quiet. Yeah, he has. He has for sure. Um, and Mac Jones played all right. Just solid. No, no touchdowns. Uh, but yeah, he, he played okay. I think uh, I think the biggest sort of surprise for me was seeing how well James White was playing um, with, with his, uh, his touchdown, six receptions, 45 yards. 18 and a half fancy points isn't something to sniff at either for a a wide for a running back who is kind of off a lot of people's radars these days. Yeah, yeah, I mean obviously he's, he doesn't yeah, he's not their primary guy, um but he, you know third down work, six receptions, he's he's very elusive. And I think watching the game and the highlights that was the difference whereas Mac Jones is sort of been eased in lots of passes to the running back and the tight end. It it seems like the you know, Zach Wilson is just chucking it any old where. I mean, some of the interceptions were horrible. They were all downfield. It was, you know, no receiver in five yards. Um, whether that's just because he's, Mac Jones has got a better situation, not sure, but yeah. Okay, another disappointing turnout. It wasn't a bad game, um, especially considering it was a shutout, but Josh Allen uh, with, <laughs> with Buffalo, he just... He, he, what's happened to him this year? Yeah, yeah, I think I, I may have been wrong on my QB1 take on this one. I know we're only two games in, but yeah, they won, but the the accuracy's all over the place. Um, some very errant throws, uh, which in turn's impacting Stefan Diggs' performances. Um, their defence has been phenomenal, um, even against the, the Steelers in the loss, but yeah, Josh Allen, he, he needs a sort of a, a big game, otherwise the the doubters are going to keep doubting at this rate because just above fifty percent completion is just not good enough. Yeah, it's not. It's not great, is it? And then on the other side, we have Tua, who obviously was uh, taken out of the game quite early on with uh, a rib injury. Um, apparently, he's day to day, so hopefully he'll be back sooner rather than later. But uh, a big, big shame for any owners of Tua. You know, he managed a single pass for thirteen yards. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I hope he comes back. Obviously, for the for the Dolphins' sake, um, you know they with that defense and with Tua, I honestly thought they had a shot, maybe a wild card. But um, yeah, he needs to come back. Otherwise, it's going to be a, a rough old season for for the Dolphins. Yeah, there weren't really any standout performances from the no. Dolphins at all. But <laughs> no, that's kind none of at all. <laughs> part and parcel of coming <laughs> coming to a to a game and and leaving with no points. Uh, so. Um, what about Denver? We we had a good performance from uh, Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, I mean, as a, as a Bronco fan, I'm very happy so far. He's, I think, I believe sixth or seventh in the league in quarterback rating, not turned it over, which is, you know, that's what we want. Over 300 yards again. Uh, just, you know, good decision making. And with that defence, I think um, we're going to be a pretty good team. Uh, the only annoying bit is... You know, the backfield, bang even on, on carries. You know, Williams with 13, Gordon with 13. Only this game, Williams ended up getting a little bit more out of it. Yeah, that kind of summarises pretty well. Uh, are there any games that we've um, neglected to mention? 49ers think... and Eagles, I suppose. Jalen Hurts 
fortunately came back to to have a, a decent performance at near yeah, the, the end. touchdown um obviously salvaged his fantasy week it was a huge um, huge shame that the, the the eagles didn't get the ball back in the, in the final minutes i think the way the way that hurts kind of rallied the team on his final drive i think they'd have done it i think they would too and massive shame well done to the 49ers d i guess um but yeah, huge shame. But what is going on in that backfield for the oh, 49ers? Yeah, I was, I was hoping you'd bring that up. It's yeah, obviously some lots of waiver requests and 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 fab spent on uh, Elijah Mitchell. You know, seventeen for forty two. He's at, he's had the workload there, but then all the injuries and the it's it's an absolute nightmare. Um, I'm glad I have no part of it in any of my leagues. To be honest, it really is. Yeah, it's an absolute nightmare. <laughs> Same. I mean, the, I was one of the few. I, I know so many people were were shouting about how how Mitchell was the the must have asset after last week, and and I just I, I said in one of our group chats, I, I want no part of this of this, this backfield. backfield. You were right. And as it turns, out. <laughs> it turns out, yeah. <laughs> I mean, when I saw Hasty kind of towards the end taking all the runs, I was just I was just laughing. I just thought you can't you can't trust you can't trust anyone to be the running back one in this in this offense. It's it's just too too variable. You know they're gonna keep mixing it up, and and that's kind of just the way that that it works over there. So uh, Debo Samuel came out with another yeah. pretty solid performance, though, and uh, yeah, Brandon Ayuk is just. He's just nowhere got to be there. seen. One catch, six yards. Whereas obviously Debo is is leading the league in receiving. Which even after two weeks, who could have predicted that? It's yeah, fantastic performance again. Six catches, ninety three yards. Kittle, yeah, Kittle's the worry, isn't he? Yeah, you'd you'd have thought that he would have been having some of those uh, some of those opportunities, but you know he's he's not really performed all too well. No, eight eight catches under hundred yards, not found the end zone. Um, like 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 we said earlier, we mentioned Hawkinson at this point. Hawkinson is is doing a lot better than Kittle. Um, which I must admit, given Kittle's previous track record, I I couldn't have predicted that either. But I'm 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 sure he's I'm sure he'll bounce back. It's just going to be a case of hoping it's uh, sooner rather than later. I think. Yeah, I agree. Well, we could keep talking, uh, but we've got a lot to get through, so I guess we should probably <laughs> jump over to, to having a bit of a forecast for for week number three. So we'll start off with the, well, I guess it's the Friday morning game for us, <laughs> which is the, the Texans and, and the Panthers. Yeah, I am, I, quick note, I won't be staying up for this one, I don't think. Uh, um, no, me <laughs> it's um, Obviously, I assume the league were assuming Deshaun Watson was going to be on this sort of primetime matchup as it turns out it's David Mills um, yeah. <laughs> with Tyrod Taylor's um, being ruled out unfortunately because he's um, been playing well he it's, has it's a shame he's been one of the shining lights on what was going to be a very dreadful season for the Texans um, but I mean with Mills starting the rookie I'm not saying he's bad but I, I can't see especially with the Pants, Panthers and the way they're playing I, I can't see the, the Texans doing much in this one, unfortunately. The Panthers' D is currently first in the league as well, so it's it's not a, going to be a good debut for Mills, I think. And I'd just start everyone on the Panthers. You know, CMC, Darnold surprised me at how well he's playing. And uh, DJ Moore as well obviously managed to finally get in the end zone last week, so hopefully that continues. Do you think uh, Brandon Cooks is going to see a bit of a downturn in production since... You know he he's been he's been another great player to you know he his ADP was very low people were picking him up in quite late rounds but he's put up you know in the past two weeks 
around 20 points. Do you think he's going to see uh, a um, bit of a downturn in, in, in production? I think I'm, I think he is... Like he's the only one on the Texans' offense I would start because I think he is almost he's almost quarterback proof. Um, if that makes sense, he's even after Taylor went out, Mills sort of did hit him a few times, nine catches. So any basically any of the Texans' offense, I think, is going to have to run through Cooks. They don't really have any other good receiving options. So yeah, I'd, I'd probably still start Cooks, but um, I wouldn't be happy about it. <laughs> no, well, <laughs> yeah, it is a bit of a risk every week. Um, quite a big one with the Chiefs and the Chargers. Yeah, this is going to be a fantastic game. Um, I, I couldn't have predicted that both of these teams will be third and fourth in this division, um, even after Crazy. two weeks with the Broncos and the Raiders undefeated. But um, And that's what makes it a massive game. You know, Whoever goes to one and two with the Raiders and the Broncos having very easy games, then you know that's, that's a couple of games back already. But... Chiefs should bounce back from the Ravens win, I think. Um, as much as I love Herbert and, and the Chargers in general, I think that the, the Chiefs and Mahomes will just be too much for them, as they are for most. Yeah, I agree with that assessment. I think it's hopefully going to be quite a high-scoring game. Yeah, I'd still start. You know, the, the Chiefs D weren't great against the Ravens, so yeah, Eckler. Um, Herbert put up a lot of yards against the Cowboys. Allen, Mike Williams, all them are, are must-starts, I think. Okay, and next we have Jaguars and Cardinals. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this one, yeah, it's, it's another tough game for the Jags and Trevor Lawrence, I think. Um, speaking about the Jaguars first, it is, it's frustrating me a little bit about how much they're running the ball, basically not at all, which I, I can't see why you wouldn't, given that Lawrence has struggled. Um, you know, Robinson's already proved himself last season and yet he's you know he's he's under 20 carries in the first two games which just seems crazy to me yeah i mean it's the cardinals defense although they didn't put up too many stops uh last week i just feel like they're excited for this one. Oh uh, yeah chandler jones is gonna have a field day isn't he yeah it's it's i, I wouldn't want to have any part of the jags offense really um no um, Obviously, Lavisca Chenault was was injured as well in the last game, which you know say. he is the outlet for for Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence to to throw to, and you know he, if he isn't back playing, then he does lose quite a valuable mm. safety blanket. Yeah, so it it could be a bit of a blowout this one. Yeah, the only thing I'd say, obviously, with the Chenault injury is, I mean, Marvin Jones seems to be the wide receiver one, like in terms of targets, and obviously he caught the touchdown against Denver. So if Chenault is out. Um, he's going to get most of the targets, I think. But I think, I mean, Kyler Murray's going to have a field day, I think. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the only issue I've got with the Cardinals, outside of Hopkins, it is a bit tough to know who to start on that sort of, that offensive side of the ball. You know, the running game, they share carries pretty much 50-50. Um, AJ Green's had three red zone targets, but then obviously Kirk shows up and Moore's shown up. So it's it's a bit tough to know who to start. Yeah, I think D Hop is des- definitely the, guy the that yeah, you want. He's to the have. only one. Yeah, I mean AJ Green's had a bit of a sort of uh, renaissance, I guess. He's he has come back really, but um, again, it's it's a bit of a risky boom or bust option. Um, at least as far as I can tell, this early on in the season. Uh, so next up, we've got Browns and the Bears, which two two pretty good defenses uh, facing off there. But 
you know, the Browns do have absolutely phenomenal running backs at their disposal, so they might end up tearing the Bears apart. Yeah, obviously, yeah, big news is Justin Fields obviously making his making his first start. Um, hopefully, even though I know the Matt Nagy's come out and said even, well, he basically said when healthy, Dalton is the starting quarterback, which seems crazy to me, but obviously it's, it's now Justin Fields' job to take. You know, if he performs well, all that will be stopped and then hopefully we won't have to see Dalton again. But I think... <laughs> It's a, it's a tough matchup for him. His first start, I think the Browns, yeah, yeah, like you said, they've got a very very solid defense. Bacon probably won't have to do too much, like you said, because Chubb and, and Hunt should just be able to sort of grind them down. I think. Um, only other thing to note, I guess, is the is the Jarvis Landry injury as well. Yeah, that's a big loss for the Browns. Massive. Um, OBJ has not been good, obviously either. So it's a, they're kind of they are low on receiving options. <laughs> they certainly are. So I think it, they are going to lean quite heavily on uh, their running backs. I think as a result, but it's just the just the way that it has to be. Um, although by all accounts, OBJ might be playing this week. So I hope so. Um, so it'll be good to see him back if if he is, just to just to give a bit more of a, a dynamic edge to that to that offense. But yeah, I'm excited to see Fields in kind of a, a full a full game uh, playing. So hopefully we see some some magic there. And with a bit of luck, if he's starting to feel the pressure, he'll just keep giving it to old uh, David, Montgomery, David Montgomery, which is good for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and then we've got Bills and Washington. Yeah, uh, this is. I think this is going to be probably a Bills win, but again, I think it'll end up being more to do with the the Bills' very good defense, obviously versus. Taylor Heineke, um, nothing away from Heineke. He did have a fantastic game against the Giants, but the Bills' defense through two games has been pretty ferocious. Um, but on the flip side, Washington's defense isn't no slouch either. So, um, although I'm hoping Josh Allen Allen bounces back for my sake, I, I I can't see this one being massively exciting. I think fairly low scoring, but the Bills take it. Do you think Antonio Gibson's going to do better than uh, nine points? Um, I, I would, if I had to put money on it, I would say over nine points, but I'm not talking by much. Um, yeah. <laughs> obviously, I know last week as well, we had a couple of decent performances from the the Bills running backs. Moss had two touchdowns and Singletary had a long one. I still don't like either of them. Um, so yeah, they can... Unless you're desperate, they can stay on bench as well. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're a little bit. Uh, they smell a bit like the 49ers, really. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I would agree with you. I think it's probably going to be a, a Bills win, and, and as you say, maybe Allen will, will find his form again. But we'll see. I, I think Heineke has been playing really well. He I has. think he's he's been a bit of a, a secret, a secret uh, option to to take. And uh, yeah, while whatever fits is out. I think they're quite safe in in his hands. Um, next up, we go to the Titans and the Colts. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the the poor Colts <laughs> with <laughs> with Car- obviously Carson went somehow spraining both of his ankles. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's, a str- it's which you hard don't to see do. Very often. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, obviously Jacob Eason will be will probably be thrown in. I assume. Um, I, I don't really like any any of the Colts' offensive weapons. I know Pittman had a good game, but I'm just not I'm not ready to commit yet, especially if it's not Wentz under centre. 
Um, hopefully, Jonathan Taylor will be able to get them going, but he had a very poor game as again um, against the Rams. You know, fifteen for fifty-one, only had one target in the passing game as well. So, unless they can get Taylor going, I think this will be a nice way for the Titans after the Seahawks win to just to just keep going. Derek Henry will probably have a massive game, I would assume, um, and I'm hoping, fingers crossed, uh, for for AJ Brown to have a, a breakout one as well. Yeah, um, I, I kind of agree with all your assessments there. I, I feel like the Colts are really struggling, to be honest. Um, and yeah, this isn't this isn't a good game for them. I I, I can't see them winning it. No, I um, I can't either. I think the only other thing that's, that I found weird is. Even though the Colts' offensive line is is very good, Wentz just he just seemed to take so many hits. I'm not sure if that's his fault or their fault, but some, something's got to stop. Otherwise, the team's going nowhere. Yeah, I agree completely. Um, next up, we've got Patriots at the Saints. <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure what your take was, but the, the Saints sort of well fell off a cliff after the after the first week against the Packers. Winston was was dreadful. Um, the offence in general was dreadful. I know they had, obviously, what was it, seven coaches out under COVID protocols, um, but I don't see it getting any better here. I know Patriots have got Mac Jones, rookie starting, but that Patriots defence, I think, is going to eat Winston alive. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Do you think week one was just a fluke for Winston? I, I honestly don't, but I think... <laughs> I, I think he will keep having those games, but the, the trouble is it, it doesn't... He doesn't seem to have... I know it was obviously without coaching and stuff, but he doesn't seem to have lost those mistakes. A couple of the interceptions... Well, one, one of the interceptions in particular was dreadful. Um, and if he keeps having those games, yeah, the, the Saints are going to be very, very hit or miss, which annoyingly is going to have an effect on Kamara. I'm hoping he can bounce back from, a, I believe, a six-point fantasy game, which is pretty awful by his standards. Yeah, it's quite unusual. Um, but yeah, hopefully we'll see him kind of return to form. And uh, yeah, I mean, just kind of just dwelling on the Saints a little while, my uh, my forecast that, that Adam Troutman was going to be uh, a bit of an <laughs> exceptional pickup has, has not come to pass. He, <laughs> he didn't he didn't get any points last week. So uh, yeah, I was... I was Trusting you, Adam. I was really hoping that you were going to prove me right, but you've you've let me down. <laughs> um, so next up, we've got Giants at Falcons. And yeah, I mean a, a matchup of of two very very bad teams. Um, the Falcons seem to get going a little bit um, before Matt Ryan's inexplicable two pick sixes. Um, so I think the Fal- I think the Falcons probably do win this. Um, because the Giants' defense is 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 pretty bad. As much as Daniel Jones did have a good game Thursday night, I still don't like him. Um, so I think the Falcons win. Um, hopefully Ridley gets on the scoreboard again. I know he got a touchdown yesterday, which he'll be happy with. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think the Falcons win. Um, I mean, are you are you concerned for Saquon Barkley just yet? He's not had a fantastic start. No. <laughs> I, think, I think we can all agree on that. Um, yeah, it's it's hard to call at this at this particular juncture. I think 
you know, 3.7 points, then 8.9. He is on an upward trajectory if you look at it in that direction. Hopefully <laughs> um, doubles again. <laughs> and then, you know, he was playing the Washington defense in one of yeah. those, and the Washington are very good. He was also playing Denver, and Denver have kind of proven to be pretty good too. So going against the Falcons, I feel like this is his game to, to really go for to it. Bounce back. Um, and, and hopefully he'll prove, uh, prove everybody wrong who's uh, kind of doubting him and, and hopefully make everybody who picked him in the first round feel a lot better about it. I mean, in one of my leagues, he dropped as far as the third, I think, just because people yeah. are that <laughs> hesitant to get him. So um, maybe there was a reason behind that after all. Um, yeah, so hopefully he, he kind of comes back. I mean, it's the wide receivers, really, that are more concerning to me for the Giants just because I don't Sorry know who... Who to choose from? Um, I mean, I offloaded Galladay in, in our dynasty league this this Good week just call, because I'm, I think. <laughs> I'm not confident that he's uh, he's going to rise to to be the wide receiver one. It seems like Shepard is is taking that position. Daniel Jones just seems to have that chemistry with him that um, that he doesn't have with Galladay. So uh, yeah, it's going to be going to be a tricky one. As you, as you say with Ridley, it was nice to see him get a touchdown last week. Hopefully, we see him get another one this yeah, week. He's due a bit. Um, he is. Um, and apologies, the last two I did say it was Patriots at Saints and Giants at Falcons. It is actually the other way around. Um, so next up, we've got uh, the Steelers and the Bengals, which I think I think this will be a I think this will be a pretty good game. Um, now the Steelers, I wasn't expecting to lose to the Raiders, um, especially the way Derek Carr just sort of went off on them. Um, me personally, I don't think Joe Burrow will have as much success as Carr. I think the Steelers' defense full week of practice probably gets back to normal and maybe Burrow struggles a little bit. Um, obviously, Mixon is must-start. I know he only had 60 yards, but he still had 20 carries and is constantly on the field. Um, he's, yeah. he's second in rushing in the league at the minute, so I think Mixon's a must-start. Najee Harris obviously got the touchdown and got going. Hopefully, he gets going as well. Um, so both running backs, I think, are must-starts. Um, I guess the only issue really is the who to start out with the Steelers wide receivers. Yeah, I mean, I think they might be quite hesitant with Johnson uh, yeah, if, if he plays at all, um, which is, yeah, worrying. Um, I mean, currently uh, he, he is showing improvement by all mm. accounts, so he should be playing. But uh, but yeah, I feel like Smith-Schuster might be taking responsibility be the for, for the majority this, this week. And agree. then... I guess with the Bengals, it's it's pretty hard to to choose who you want from their uh, trio of wide receivers because Chase is obviously kind of the the new boy wonder. He's doing very well. Uh, Boyd is kind of he's not obviously been as good as last year, but that's probably because of the introduction of of uh, Chase. But even still, he he did pretty well seventy three yards seven and catches. Uh, seven catches. And then you obviously have T Higgins as well, who. You know, he, he is another absolutely fantastic player and, and he's had kind of back-to-back 15-point weeks. So, mm. you know, it's you're pretty safe, I imagine, with any of them. But the yeah. problem is, obviously, one of them is, is going to get more than, than the others yeah. will. I think the way I would... I think the way I'd summarise it is, I think I think Higgins is probably the safest of the three because it appears, obviously, Chase is going to be that, that long ball guy. You know, if you if you take his long touchdown out of last week's performance, you know he didn't. He only had one catch for relatively low yardage, whereas Higgins and and Boyd seem to be more possession receivers. So I think you could probably trust those a little bit more. But I think obviously Chase has the has the much higher ceiling. Yeah, uh, I would definitely agree with that assessment. 
Um, moving on, we've got the Lions and the Ravens. Oh, God, it's going to be a massacre. Yeah, I just, <laughs> I can't. Um, thankfully, I've got Lamar Jackson in one of our leagues because, yeah, I, the the Lions did better than I thought in in both weeks one and two. Um, but on the flip side, they also con- have conceded over 70 points in those two weeks. So... Wow. Um, Forty, obviously forty odds to the forty nine is thirty five last night to um to Green Bay um Jackson riding the high after obviously beating Mahomes for the first time you know I'm expecting minimum thirty points from Jackson again I I can't see it going any other way if I was a betting man I'd say Jackson's sitting by the the middle of the fourth quarter. Yeah, I mean, one of the players on that offense that's really exciting me this season who I really didn't think would show up is uh, Hollywood Brown. Brown. Yeah. Yeah, he, you know, 19.4 points first week, 25 last week. You know, he's going, and he was going up against semi-decent defenses as well. So going up against the Lions, uh, I don't see why he can't uh, repeat that production with a bit of luck, uh, especially if Jackson gets the opportunity to uh, to mm. show how good he is. So, yeah, um, that's it's a... Uh, it's an exciting one to, to to look forward to. I think. I don't think I'd touch any of the other wide receivers <laughs> though on that. On that oh no, uh, God no! I mean, Mark offense. Andrews obviously is is always going to hopefully do well, but yeah, like likes of Sammy Watkins and and people like that. Yes, steer clear of it's it's Hollywood Brown or Andrews. That's it. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and then yeah, Lions wise, <laughs> Hawkinson. Swift. That's it. Swift. Yeah, Swift. Yeah. is is a pretty solid option, but yeah. Apart from my ain't starting anyone else. Okay, next it's your it's your boys in the Broncos, and they are playing the uh, <laughs> ever ever defensively brilliant New York Jets. Yeah, I think. Um, well, yeah, with the Broncos are three and zero. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> um, I the jet. I mean, obviously, our defense is very good. So I think if as a as a defense to stream, um, given Wilson's previous performance, I think the Broncos. Is, is out there. I am on a lot of waiver wire, so for God's sake, pick them up because I, I don't think Wilson's going to have a good time of it against our pass rush and our secondary. Um, and on the flip side of the ball, um, it's, it's going to be a relatively easy game, I think, for Bridgewater. Um, the Jets' defence doesn't seem to offer much. So Cortland Sutton again, I'm expecting to have a pretty good game. Uh, Noah Fant got in the end zone last week. Hopefully that continues. Um, I think the only bit I'm a bit sceptical of um, is, you know, whether to start, you know, Gordon or, or Williams. It could be really one or the other, as we've seen. Yeah, it's it, it seems to be fairly even between the two. And I, I do feel like Williams is going to slowly start Event, taking yeah. over Gordon. I agree. Um, so if you do have Gordon, then make sure you get your mileage out of him now. Um, yeah, I, I can't <laughs> see the Broncos losing. It's, it's almost impossible for them to. So... Uh, yeah, probably a nice easy win for Denver. But given the uh, the propensity for the Jets to lose, it might not necessarily be a blowout because Denver might just kind of relax a little and keep handing that ball <laughs> off to those uh, running backs just to run down the clock. So it might not be the best fantasy matchup, but we will see. Um, Raiders and Dolphins. If we, well, yeah, obviously we've discussed the uh, we've discussed the tour injury. Um, so I, I, if obviously if Brissett starts, um, I, I can't see the Dolphins doing much. Um, 
I'm not starting any of the receivers for the Dolphins. Miles Gaskin's been been a bit of a letdown, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the, the other news would be Derek Carr is sort of questionable as well as as Josh Jacobs. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with that. Uh, he's um, had an MRI on his ankle, um, but we're, we're waiting waiting for more on that. If he does start, easy win for the for the Raiders. And hopefully Waller and Ruggs get um, get some good action. Yeah, um, there's not really anybody in there who I'd be all too excited about, to be honest. Um, no, I think it's going to be a fairly fairly weak matchup for fantasy. Um, the the annoying thing, I guess, for most sort of Raiders running backs owners is obviously Jacobs went down. The the Raiders paid Kenyon Drake ten million, but then gave Peyton Barber all the carries. So um, yeah. There, which has got to be frustrating for anyone who did invest, um, even a low pick in Drake. But yeah, um, easy win for the Raiders, I think. But yeah, not a great fantasy matchup, this one. No. And the next one is a defensive masterclass that comes in the form of the Rams and the Buccaneers. Yeah, they, this is going to be um, this is going to be a tasty one, this. Um, it, Are it, they going to shut each other out? That's the question. Is this uh, going to be a good game for fantasy? Yeah, or does it go the other way? Like you know, like the Rams Chiefs game a few years ago, where it was like forty five, forty six. Um, I think I think I'm gonna lean towards, and that's just because I think the Buccaneers secondary, although they got the two pick sixes, didn't look fantastic to me. Um, obviously the run defense is a, is a lot stouter. Um, but I think this will be higher scoring than people think, and I think both sides of the ball, you you, you know, you're starting pretty much everyone. Bar the running backs, I would say. Obviously, Daryl Henderson has the injury. Michelle did come in and sort of look all right, to be fair. But th- this is not the matchup for running backs. I think. I think Stafford and Brady have a bit of a bit of a shootout. Yeah. Well, I hope that happens because yeah, uh, that'd, be, that'd be good for a fair few of us. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've just recently acquired Robert Woods, so I'm, I'm hoping that it is a shootout indeed. Uh, but. But yeah, we'll we'll see what happens there. I guess um, I can imagine that Gronk and, and Brady are going to keep up their phenomenal chemistry and uh, get another touchdown or two in this one. Uh, but as you say, I think on both sides, uh, yeah, avoiding the running backs is probably the best way forward. To be honest, although Henderson, I think, is a top ten running back so far this year. Oh yeah, in standard leagues, he's number five. In PPR, he's number that's, nine. Mental, that's very good. Uh, so he's been he's been playing pretty well. Uh, so we'll see if he's uh, if he's playing. Apparently, the Rams are optimistic that he oh, will good. be ready this week. Good. So, uh, yeah, I think that with the ways he's playing, then he, he would be a great choice. But I think, given that he has he is a bit banged up, I would be very surprised to not see Michelle take a, take a few carries off him. Yeah, agreed. Um, we're getting towards the end now. We've got Vikings and Seahawks, which uh, hopefully is another shootout. Yeah, um, I mean this is this is good a good week for for any Russell Wilson or Seahawks wide receiver owners. Um, obviously Murray put four hundred yards on them. Um, given the way Wilson and Lockett have played so far this season, again I think it'll probably be a shootout. The Seahawks defense has been pretty subpar. I think the Seahawks probably should come out on top, especially the way they gave the game away against the Titans. I'd be shocked if they let that happen again. Um, but I'm, you know, I'm I'm pretty much starting everyone in this matchup. Um, both quarterbacks, Carson, obviously Dalvin Cook, you know Jefferson Thielen. Uh, yeah, I think again this one 
could be a could be fairly high scoring given what we saw last week. Yeah, I agree. There's not really much to add to that. Um, I think the only position on both sides that's kind of one to avoid is probably tight end. I think uh, aside from that, yeah. everything everything else is uh, is pretty exciting. So yeah, with a bit of luck, we'll get a nice shootout and hopefully a Vikings win. Forty um, Niners and Packers. Oh, this, this is yeah. I mean, this is going to be a good one as well. I think. Um, Rogers obviously coming off the good game. The Niners are two and zero. The defense is is looked solid. Um, I know they gave a, up a lot of points to the Lions, obviously, but the majority of that was garbage time. So I'll I'll be interested to see this one. Um, I think I, I think myself. I think the Packers get the get the W here. I think Rogers keeps going and has a has a bit of a worldy. Yeah, I I can't can't say uh, say that you'll be He's, wrong there. I think the the thing for me is he's he's just better than Jimmy G. That's that would that's that, that's what it's going to come down to. I think. I think. I mean, a, the, week, a week ago we might have been arguing that. Uh, <laughs> no, at he, least at least he's kind of proven silly. himself. Uh, <laughs> after after that horrendous week one, I think uh, that's that's just an anomaly. Uh, sorry, an anomaly. Uh, so yeah, no, I, I agree with you completely. Rogers is is the best quarterback out of the two by quite a long way. So. Yeah, and uh, as we keep saying, want no part of that backfield on the 49ers. <laughs> uh, but yeah, with, with Aaron Jones's fantastic performance last week, then uh, yeah, you know, hopefully that continues. Again? Probably touchdowns come down, but yeah, another good game. And then the last one, uh, you know, the, the Monday night game is the Cowboys and the Eagles, which again, feels like it could be a shootout. Yeah, um, I think that the Eagles have been. Um, I know, obviously, me and you have been very high on on Jalen Hurts, um, but the, the the Eagles' defense has been has been better than I thought it would would be. Um, I know they lost the other night to um, the Forty Nineers, but you know they only conceded seventeen points and they didn't make things easy for for Jimmy G and the especially the run game. Um, so I, th- I think this will be a close one. Um, I mean, I hate the Cowboys, so I hope the Eagles win. But I think going going with my head, I think I think Prescott keeps it rolling. He didn't have a very good game last week, but was obviously clutch when it counted. Um, I think yeah, I think the Cowboys win. But again, I think you've you've got to start Hurts. I mean, even without the passing touchdown, he had twenty plus points. So I think yeah, Hurts is a must start. But the the Cowboys get the W. Yeah. I, I agree with that assessment. Um, I'm just enjoying watching Hurts, to be honest. I just he's feel phenomenal like he's, in there. he's doing so, so well. Um, and yeah, I think that, that Cowboys defense is not not necessarily one that's going to be the, the hardest for him to come up against. So hopefully it is high scoring. I mean, in one of my uh, regular leagues, I do have a bit of a stack of Cowboys players in, in Zeke and uh, Lamb. So I am hoping that they get some points. And, um, and my quarterback in that very same league is also Hurts. Hurt. So. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to be. I'm, I'm, well, yeah, and the issue is, I'm going to get to sort of Sunday night and be watching the games and get to the end of it. And my kind of prime three prime Stop. players <laughs> will not have played yet, so it's going to be a very tense, uh, a tense one. I might have to stay up and watch that that Monday night game potentially, uh, <laughs> just just to see how things unfold because uh, I'll have a lot riding on it. So yeah, that's uh, that's next week. Are there any are there any sleepers that that you would uh, or any kind of waiver wire pickups you think for this week? I don't think there are any that are as clear cut as week one. No, um, no, I don't think there is. Um, I think obviously we we mentioned him earlier, but I think I think Tony Pollard. If if for whatever reason, in you know, if you're in a 
a smaller league or anything like that or uh, or, or anything like that. If he's out there, you've, you've got to get him. Um, I think even if they still split carries, it's clear Pollard. You know, he's got a lot lot more in the tank. He's he's, he's quicker. He can get to the gaps quicker. Um, I think he's a, a must pick up. Um, Sony Michelle, if you're really really struggling. Um, like you said, I'd, I'd be careful with Henderson if I was the Rams. So if you need a plug-in for one week, he, he might be worth a shout. Um, and then Hen- Henry Ruggs as well. Um, in a lot of my leagues, he's, he's still on the block. Um, and I think if Carr comes back, Ruggs hopefully continues his fine form. Yeah, good assessment. Uh, so we get to that point uh, in the show where we kind of have a bit of a look at our our own dynasty league, reflect on what happened last week and predict what happens this week. Um, so I guess we'll begin by looking at... Who should we go with first? I'll, I'll go through mine first, just because I, I, I want to get it over with. Very well. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I, I got beat by beat by 20, um, by, by Rohan. Um, but it, it was one of those games, I, you know, looking to my bench, that there, there isn't a... There isn't a formula I could have started that would have won me the game, so that I can take some solace in that. I guess, you know, I had I had Daryl Patterson on the bench, but I was never going to start him. So, um, and even then, it wouldn't have made a difference. I got a good performance out of Wilson. You know, obviously Cooper Cup went off. Hawkinson again is is becoming a very reliable option for me. But annoyingly, um, the, the the stack of, of Brady, Gronk and Mike Evans was, was too much to bear <laughs> um, <laughs> when you stack it with Tyler Lockett as well. So, yeah, yeah, in the end, I was it was just too much for me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Rohan got the second best uh, score last week. I think he managed to repeat that feat again this week. Um, unfortunately for Rohan, he wasn't playing the top scorer this week. So, uh, so he did did claim that victory. <laughs> Um, but yeah, he he's got he's got a solid team. He's still not playing a quarterback in that superflex spot yet. He's still doing very well. So um, he's breaking right. them all, didn't he? He is. He's uh, <laughs> well. One day, one day he might listen to us and he might end up putting a quarterback there. But I guess when your options are Jimmy kind G, of Zach sitting Wilson. over on <laughs> yeah, Jimmy G, probably not Zach Wilson. Definitely after not. after last week, definitely not. And then Cal <laughs> Trask, obviously, you can't double him up with Brady. So. Uh, so yeah, that was that was an unfortunate loss for you there. Um, we had uh, another victory for Kieran after starting the season, saying that he should tank. He's 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 decided to take <laughs> take umbrage on, at that, and he yeah two and zero. He's 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 doing better than I am now. Um, so uh, yeah, Kyler Murray really really helped him. Uh, absolutely fantastic performance from Kyler Murray. Brandon Cooks, obviously, we were talking about him earlier. He he's been solid playing game. well. CD Lamb again, solid. Um, Ruggs. Henry Ruggs, a yeah. surprise uh, sort of boon for, for Kieran there, and then Kirk Cousins has been playing well too. All so reliable. Yeah, he's had a few <laughs> decent ones, and yeah, he was playing Lewis, who had Bridgewater, who played well, and, and McCaffrey, who always plays well, but Taylor didn't do so well. Um, no, no, I didn't. Yeah, Ridley came back and did as you would expect Ridley to do. Cooper, quite a disappointing performance from Cooper. I guess uh, Lamb took all those touches, which, you know, when you're playing Lamb versus Cooper, it's kind of, yeah, one of them is going to rise oh, over the other. Uh, and and Lewis's tight end situation is pretty dire too. Uh, <laughs> Conklin there. He, he did have Waller and he traded him away. Why? Um, and then he had uh, a good performance from uh, from 
DJ Moore, which is which is always good to see. Below average for Kareem Hunt, and then Carson Wentz did all right, but again he's got his, his did, uh, did double <laughs> double ankle sprain, so that's not too good for him. Oh, um, and with Deshaun Watson out, uh, Lewis will be relying on, I guess, Fields to uh, to really kind of so. <laughs> to, to really go for it this time. I mean, Fields is going to be starting. You, you kind of when your options are between Eason, and Love, and Fields, I think Fields <laughs> is is the one that you need to be going for. One hundred percent. So yeah, we'll we'll see on that one. Um, what have we got next? Who have we got next? Uh, we've got Tom and, Tom and, and Alex. Alex, which was quite a, a narrow victory for, for Alex. Yeah, Tyra Taylor for Alex turned up and did did pretty well. Uh, Chubb did all right. Gibson again, he keeps hitting those below average scores recently. Devontae Adams did kind of average for Adams. Higgins did all right. Uh, Andrews did all right. Carlson. <laughs> Antonio Brown didn't do well. Harris uh, did all right. Burrow did not so well, and as you say, Carlson. I think Carlson. Carlson was the winner for Alex. Oh there, you God. know he. Yeah, literally. Know, he, when uh, Tom's got Young Wei Koo and, and Koo only got five, it literally was the difference between the kickers that that won it for Alex. There, um, yeah. Tom. Tom was unfortunate because on paper his team should have yeah. absolutely thrashed Alex's. I think he massively week. underperformed, and even with the forty-one points from Aaron Jones, yeah, there, there was a lot of people who, who who didn't perform for him. Yeah, I mean, Elliot was all right, but like you say, Hill's the big loss. Claypool wasn't great. Darren Waller as well. You, you expect in big points from him now, and Lavisca Chanel unfortunately Injured. only hit the yeah. small amount, and then. Uh, yeah, we've got Harris of, of uh, New Orleans, um, two points. Herbert, only 14. And then if you kind of go down to Tom's bench, you know, he had Devin Singletree, who got 17 points. He had KJ Osborne, who got 21 points. Um, would Danny you have played Dimes. those originally? Yeah, Michael Pittman, 21. I'd, Pringle, 15. I don't think so. I mean, if you, if you look, I mean, maybe I'd have started... Well, no, actually, I'd, I'd started Pittman ahead of Deontay Harris, but um, I, I think that's about it. Um, single three, I don't like, so yeah, I don't, I don't think there's much you could have done. And Daniel Jones, th- nearly thirty points, was a bit of a a bit unexpected. Yeah, you wouldn't start <laughs> Jones ahead of Allen or, or <laughs> Herbert, would you? No. So yeah, it was quite unfortunate there for Tom, but yeah, well done to Alex, who again goes two and zero. So Alex and Kieran are. Are leading us this season. Um, <laughs> and then we go on to, to Sam and James with a, a bit of a almost, can we call it a blowout? A difference of 30 points? Yeah, I'd say not. that's a blowout. It's, it's getting on for it. Yeah, Lamar Jackson showing up for Sam there with a fantastic score. Kenyon Drake doing all right. We've got Henderson, who, as I said before, he's the wide receiver, uh, sorry, the running back number, number nine in PPR. So great guy to have. Uh, Julio Jones played well. Smith Schuster played well. Goddard, yeah, not so not so well. Not so and good. then obviously we go to Davis and Woods, who kind of off the roster d- now. Yes, he's <laughs> he's with me. Um, and then Trevor Lawrence had a bit of a bad game as well uh, against Denver. Um, but yeah, he put up enough points to win. James was unfortunate again <laughs> on paper. He should have been doing a lot better. Dak Prescott with only six, six. is just so disappointing. Barkley with eight. 
Yeah, that's pretty low. Swift was fairly low. Kittle, again, he's not kind of rising to Landry. the challenge. Landry Injured. went off with 1.9. Winston, Winston with crap. only 8. Yeah, yeah so he unlucky. was... He was unlucky, yeah. Some good uh, options on the bench again, though. Uh, I mean, James' oh bench was phenomenal. Oh my he had Cortland Sutton with 25. He had <laughs> Tony <laughs> Pollard with 25, 24. He had White with 18 and a half. He had Carl with 23. Uh, Harden with 10, Mooney with 12, Hollywood Brown, Brown 25, 25. McLaurin with 28, what's he doing on the bench? Yeah, I'm not sure why McLaurin's on the bench, to be honest. Um, Yeah. Uh, I'm sure he had his reasons. (laughs) Yeah, I think I would, I think I would every day of the week start McLaurin ahead of Landry, Um, but... Yeah, he must have must have had faith. I guess against the Houston defense, he kind of expecting some high points, but he was quite lucky there with Landry and Sterling Shepard was a good choice for him because he's he's playing well. But and you'd also expect Robinson to play well for the Bears, but he didn't do so well. No. So yeah, that 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 puts James at zero and two, and uh, join the Sam, club. Sam uh, Sam gets his his first win to go one one and one, and then finally it was the uh, the the replay of the championship game last year where I once upon a time beat Elliot's team but he came and beat me this time all thanks to Derek Henry really oh my yeah um, yeah because for me Mahomes did well Mixon didn't do so well Eckler did really well Johnson did pretty did, well Deontay Johnson that is did alright Diggs did alright Kelsey did really well Monty did alright Golladay did crap Hurts oh, did alright um, and then yeah we, I was up against Rogers. Cuckoo was under par. Henry, who just blew it out of the water. I mean, you're not expecting any players to get a 50-point <laughs> game. So, no. Elliot beat me by a grand total of 13 points. So, uh, yeah, I could have done without that little rally at the end. Um, <laughs> funnily enough, Elliot had... Uh, I think he was he was on our, our chat, wasn't he? Moaning in the in the second quarter of that, that game. Henry's saying how Henry's killing him. <laughs> And I, I messaged him and said, don't be so miserable. You've got another half a game to go yet. And a bit of me wishes I'd not said that message. That was the turning uh, point. That, that was it. As <laughs> soon as I said that, it was like he had to prove me right. So in one way, I was correct. So I guess I can feel happy for being right. But I'm also sad because I lost. Um, D-Hop. D-Hop did really well in the first quarter and then just didn't do anything. So, uh, But yeah, 15 points is pretty good. Godwin, 16. All right. Fant did 13. And Debo Samuel again surprising everybody by doing well. And Justin Jefferson, he has got a dirty team. It's horrendous. Ryan uh, Tannehill yeah. below average. So yeah, Elliot goes uh, one and one, and I go one and one there as a result. So uh, it was a bit of a bit of a crazy week. Had I played anyone but Elliot and uh, Rohan, I would have won, which is always frustrating. But uh, that's just the way the way the game works, I guess. <laughs> so, uh, looking forward to week number three. You were up against Elliot, so oh, we swap. Yeah. I hand him over to you this time. It's a, you looking it's, forward to that one? Yeah, I mean, on, on paper, we are the the projectors are point zero something in it, so it, it should be a close game. But I just, yeah, I mean, if Derek Henry goes off for fifty again, might as well write it off now, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. I think the thing with uh, some of Elliot's players is they are kind of. Capable. They're pretty consistent, but they are capable of hitting those those high high point games. So, uh, yeah, it'll be a it'll be a difficult win for you, I think. But um, but it, it's not beyond all all reason and, and all rhyme. You you can do it. Um, 
Christ, I, I hope so. <laughs> I think you are relying on on kind of star players on your side, like Cup and Allen and, and maybe Kamara, if he can get past that uh, New England uh, defense to to kind of give you some exceptionally high scores. But yeah, it'll be a good one to watch. Crossed. And then we have the Battle of the Brothers. We've got Rohan against uh, his brother Kieran. Um, Rohan predicted to to win that one um, with with his team, and that's without a quarterback in his flex spot, as as we keep saying. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Kieran has unfortunately been absolutely battered by injuries. Um, you know, he's got Josh Jacobs is probably not playing. Odell Beckham, who might come back this week potentially with a bit of luck. And, and then he obviously has uh, Akers and uh, I can't remember who else is on his injured reserve, but uh, Jerry Judy. Yeah, he's got a few kind of key players out. So uh, yeah, he's doing well to be doing well to be two and up. He is. He is. I, f- I have a feeling that that might change this week. Yeah. Um, I, I do. I do favor Rohan in this matchup, but Kieran has been really embracing that kind of underdog uh, <laughs> sort of mentality, and uh, his team have been showing up for him. So. Who knows, he might go 3-0. and And then we've got James against Alex, and James is predicted to win by yes, quite a easy bit. Easy win, yeah. So this is 0-2 James against 2-0 Alex, yet 0-2 James is the one who's uh, who's slated to win, but by quite quite a margin. Uh, the predictions are around 20 points difference, so we'll see how, how that fares for those two. But that'll be uh, an interesting one to watch. It might slow Alex down in his, uh, his pursuit of of the championship title since he's unbeaten so far this season and then we have Tom and Sam again Tom is uh, predicted to win by 25 no sorry forgive me it's not 25 points is it it's 15 points so again it's uh, quite a big quite a big margin he needs Josh Allen to turn up though doesn't he really Tom to massively Yeah, he's been a bit disappointing recently. And uh, with Lamar Jackson in, in form and against the Lions, I get the feeling that Sam's got a really good leader in uh, Jackson there. Yeah, massive. I think, I think. don't get me wrong, I think Tom will bounce back. There's, there's no way Tyreek Hill's getting like eight points or whatever he got again. So you know, I think I think Tom will be feeling pretty confident. But yeah, I'd be, uh, I'd be worried about Lamar. Yeah, same. And finally, it's myself against Lewis this week. And... Uh, Lewis has Bridgewater in his uh, sort of command chair. And uh, yeah, I don't think Wentz... Well, if Wentz does play, I don't know how, how well he'll play. So I'm imagining Lewis is going to throw a field in there. I swaps him out, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I guess... I, I do favour Lewis's kind of main two running backs against mine. I do think McCaffrey and Taylor are probably going to put up quite a few more points than Mixon and Eckler, but we'll see how it goes. Uh, I think my salvation is probably going to come in its its usual form, and that's the the link Holmes up between Mahomes and Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, um, and who knows? Maybe maybe we'll get some uh, some interesting uh, plays from Jalen Hurts as well as as my QB two. It'd be nice to see him do well again. So yeah, I'm predicted to to win that one, and I really hope I do because it would be nice to go two and one. I'm not enjoying the fact that I lost, but I can't win them all. You get used to it. i hope never to have to um so yeah that's that's kind of that's kind of where our our dynasty league's at but we've uh we've had a fairly well a couple of fairly minor trades as well just to be aware of you you shifted dawson knox you're trying to get rid of your titans yeah i mean i don't yeah he he didn't he scored a touchdown last week 
thought, you know, maybe there was a market for it this week, but I'll, I'll take a third rounder for him. I only, I only got him off the waiver wire, so... Yeah, I'll, it's profit. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll take it. I do have a, a bit of a surplus of tight ends, so anyone in our league who listens to this, please hit me up. <laughs> and then, uh, actually, in the middle of the sort of Sunday night games, I'd forgotten I'd put in a trade to... Uh, to Sam, oh, uh, yes. Kenny Golladay and a, a second round pick for 2022 uh, in exchange for Robert Woods. So I'm hoping that I come Fair out of this trade, quite I well think. because Golladay has the capacity to be amazing, but he just hasn't shown that this year. And I just, I'm in a kind of win now situation. I, I need players that are going to serve me well now, not next year. So I, I yeah. wanted Woods in that kind of, it is my sort of second flex spot. So it's, you know, Not it's very far down the, the pecking <laughs> order, so I think it is quite a significant upgrade to get Woods in there instead of Golladay. And yeah, I might miss that second round, but with a bit of luck, it'll be quite a low second round anyway. So, yeah. um, you know, you're kind of looking at the, the likes of a sort of backup at that point in, in most most of the time. So, yeah, uh, yeah I'm hoping that that... that proves to be a, a good trade for me and a good trade for Sam because obviously it gives him some more draft capital in, in next year's draft as well um, so yeah we've we've had a couple of small small little movements in the trade front but, but nothing too huge um, yeah so uh, I guess that's it for, for this week all that we've got left to do now is just wait for the games and and see if our predictions come true yeah that's it Yeah, I'm just so buzzing football's back two weeks in never want it to end <laughs> yeah well luckily for us we've got another 20 odd weeks of it so uh yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be a good one so uh yeah thank you very much for listening and we will see you next time hey!